Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. I kind of think of it as, um, you know how when we shifted away from, like, traditional cable and flipping through the guide Mm -hmm. and now you have to go out it's like a paralysis of choice and having to figure out what specifically you you feel like listening to or watching that day i kind of try to be more of like flipping through the guide and talk about like a million different things to keep your interest in one show of that like are going on or that i'm interested in and i don't know sometimes it's hard for me to pinpoint the niche things i care about on a particular day it's a podcast about podcasts about podcasts Welcome back to the Pod Club. I'm very happy you're here today to chat with us because today we are speaking to the queen of chatty podcasts. It is none other than Kate Kennedy. On her show, Be There in Five, she mostly chats with herself, which is really sometimes the best person to chat with. She speaks, sometimes for hours, about whatever is on her mind. And you might think that that would get boring, but with Kate, it never does. She has a superpower where she's interesting, just talking for hours and hours at a time. Kate talks about celebrities, internet culture, or really all of the things in the zeitgeist. And a lot of the things that we don't talk about enough or that we're afraid to talk about. She does it in this way that is completely captivating and interesting and So, so many women that I know flock to her week after week to hear what she has to say. And so I needed to talk to Kate about this superpower. Is it something she was born with? Did she develop it? How can I make people listen to me for hours and hours? I can't even get people to listen to me for like 30 minutes. I wanted to know exactly how Kate Kennedy made such a simple but incredibly influential show and what it takes to keep that going. How does Be There in Five come together every week? You know, as the name would suggest, uh, it's always a little behind. It's a little uh, pieced together. It's it's a little different every week, honestly. I don't have a, you know, independently... Um, produced and I do the editing and it kind of depends since I'm independent I 
like to talk about things that are pretty up to the minute so I can be nimble and like record one day and put it out the next. But for deep dives, it's oftentimes sitting down for like long passes of time, you know, 30 minutes to an hour at a time talking about something and then going back and trimming it down to, you know, two and a half hours. And it is a little bit odd to speak to yourself for long periods of time, but it's been nice to kind of control the narrative, to do a lot of research, you know, even just from a podcast, like production standpoint, scheduling guests and stuff can be hard. So it by it started alone because I was kind of under the radar and people didn't want to be on it. But then by I just kind of ended up liking the single narration. So yeah, it's a beast to put together, but I genuinely enjoy it. I really like the description of your podcast. Um, Long form and solo hosted, Be There in Five explores different facets of pop culture in a comedic, thoughtful, and analytical way. And then the last line is from one listener. Come for the relatable humor and lighthearted topics. Stay for the surprising levels of depth and thoughtfulness injected into them. And I really like that because I can't tell you how many times I've talked to different women about various things, about should I... Should I have a baby? Should I quit my job? And they'll mention your podcast, Be There in Five. They'll be like, well, Kate Kennedy talked about this on Be There in Five. (laughs) And I think that's because you do inject, you know, what could be a lighthearted episode with really sincere, honest thoughtfulness as if you were just talking to maybe your smarter, cooler best friend. Oh, that's so nice of you to say. Oh, my gosh. Uh, You know, I think that what ended up kind of happening, especially as I grew a bit and um, talked to networks and thought about where to put the podcast, I kind of noticed a lot. The podcasting, it, it makes sense, but it has a tendency to put people in boxes, specifically women in boxes. And I noticed that there was a real call to action for me to like narrow down, you know, like, are you health and wellness? Are you true crime? Are you pop culture? Are you TV recaps? And I kind of was like, you know, I think there comes a time where you have to ask yourself if you're doing something different, does that necessarily mean it's wrong? And in many cases for me, yes. But I noticed that women are more dynamic than the niche podcast they listen to. They might highlight a lot of their interests, but could there be a podcast that kind of represents range? And do I have to niche down to be successful? And can I cry into the mic about being unsure about having kids one week and then like talk about Turtle Creek Lane's aggressive home decor the next? Like maybe. And um, I kind of just wanted to reflect my audience and how dynamic they are and the content I share. And it's not like a great marketing sell sometimes because people want to want you to be a little more predictable. But I think it's more realistic about what women care about. I think that's true. I think that when I tune into a podcast, I don't want to just hear about health and wellness. I don't want to hear just about politics. I want to hear a little bit of everything because I don't I don't have that much time in my day. And so if someone can give me their thoughts on a lot of different things, and I think that's something really special. I mean, that's like podcast gold to me. Oh, that's nice of you to say. Yeah, I pepper in deep dives of like hot topics uh, to offset it because I also think there's a real gap in mainstream media of the stuff a lot of people in my rough demographic care about with like kind of non-traditional celebrity stories that don't fall into normal entertainment news about like bloggers or, you know, back in the day, like the Call Her Daddy saga was a big episode or, uh, you know, talking about DIYers or you you had an incredible sharenting episode I love so much. I'm obsessed with that right now. Like, I think those pockets of information about our like modern celebrities, no one will admit our celebrities, influencers are a thing people really want to talk about. I really liked your recent episode talking about mental health and therapy. 
on Instagram and TikTok and social media. And you had licensed therapist Amanda White on the show to talk through. Why are we being served up so much mental health help in our feeds these days? It's kind of, I mean, not to use use a pun, but it is a little bit crazy. You know, people that have absolutely no medical affiliation, medical affiliation whatsoever are like, follow me if you're like neurodivergent X, Y, Z. And then you look and there's like no inclination of them having any credentials whatsoever, but it's almost like spurred off these, you know, makeshift self-help coachy type people that you will co-opt a lot of the terminology, I think, without having any of the medical training. And I've talked about that a lot with like coaches and self-help and stuff. And like, do you feel like you've seen an uptick in that? 100%. I mean, I think that's worse than a therapist doing it, you know, because they have no training for sure. And like the wild thing for a lot of them is you see that all is of for the, views. Yeah. It's for, not to help people. It's just for views and exactly. engagement. Exactly. And like, I mean, I think that it's hard because it it is some people discover something about themselves and it's helpful and, you know, getting diagnosis, getting mental health care is really expensive and not accessible. So I think like, you know, being able to relate to someone's really powerful. I think that's what's so hard is how do you balance between wanting someone to see your content so you can help people or reach people? And where's the balance between you're just trying to get likes and attention? I think people want you to have a hot take. It's all good or it's all bad. But it was interesting to talk with Amanda about how in many ways it's great to open up that dialogue. In many ways, it's really been tough on therapists because people are coming in hot with self-diagnoses from, you know, non-licensed professionals. Yes. And uh, yeah, it's that that's a fascinating topic. I mean, I, honestly, because I do feel like you often come across as everyone's podcast best friend. I have to ask you. What podcasts do you listen to? Are there any podcasters that feel like they're your friends? Yes, absolutely. I think the the first the podcast that got me really into podcasts was oh your oh uh, ooh, your gateway podcast. We love a good yes, gateway podcast. Yes, yes. <laughs> was um, bitch sesh with. Casey Rose Wilson and Danielle Schneider, they, which mm. is actually a Housewives recap podcast. But they're two comedians, writers, they've developed shows. And that was kind of my first taste into what I like, which is a slightly elevated conversation about something that's pretty trivial. You know, we haven't talked about Bitch Sesh yet on the pod club. And I'm really glad that you brought it up because, like you said, it's got Casey Wilson and Danielle Schneider on it. And, you know, it's ostensibly a Real Housewives breakdown show, but it's a show that's everything about a woman's life. Like they talk about, they talk about everything mm-hmm. and they do. They're so fun that they do feel like they're, they're just two of your friends telling, like laughing into your ears. Absolutely. And and something I really look for, I, I love mediums that make you feel, I don't know. I feel like there's historically you can feel a lot of shame in your kind of surface level interests, your pop culture interests or loving celebrity gossip or reality TV. People make fun of people for liking that stuff for so long as if it's, mm-hmm. you know, less sophisticated than fantasy football, God forbid. Um, and yes, I feel like yes, people exactly. like the people, especially like, you know, Casey and Danielle that are established in writers or people in the industry, they have other careers and lives. Them saying, you know, we produce 
like scripted shows that are award-winning, but we also really love this reality show and think it's important and think it has cultural impact and think these dynamic women have stories worth telling. And I love when people like kind of stand strong in their interests that may be traditionally written off as, you know, being less important or sophisticated than other things you could be spending your time doing. And I think Bitch Sesh helped people just own that they really like Housewives because it's really, it's a fun show to watch. And it's like a whole Marvel verse in its own right that often doesn't get credit for the creative content it brings to the table. It is a Marvel verse in its own right. And I've never heard it described like that. But now, now that's out there. You coined that. <laughs> and yeah, now that's, that's going to be a thing. I especially liked the bitch sesh episode about the farewell to the Kardashians. Yet another very important cultural phenomenon. And I'm not even, I'm not even, you know, being shifty when I say that the the Kardashians changed American culture for better or for worse, and they gave it a beautiful send off. So I want to play a quick little clip of the bitch sesh ladies, you know, saying goodbye to the Kardashians. Guys, let's segue into Kardashians because I don't want to take a ton of your time, but last week we found, and we're not timely, but we found out that they were pulling the plug and it was interesting that they announced it on Kimmy's Instagram. It wasn't like the whole family released Mm. something. I think they were like, look, your sex tape launched us and you'll bring us out. And you'll close us and you'll close us. You took us us into this world and you'll take us out. Where was everybody when the news came in? Well, I know we were all on a group chat because I got super angry. Uh, I thought it was a joke. You guys were writing, oh, like RIP, the Kardashians. And I wrote like, you know what? It's one of my favorite shows. You guys always have me on Bitch Sesh as like a dancing monkey who doesn't know about this stupid show. And I actually know lots about the Kardashians. No one's and ever. I never knew this part of it. Jessica, Jessica, I never knew this we about We never you. knew this. Were you embarrassed? Because you never asked. Oh, God. Okay, I guess we'll uh, okay. take that on. <laughs> okay. So what else are you listening to on a regular basis? I won't, I won't say daily because I feel like most people don't listen to podcasts on a daily basis, but like a weekly basis. I think that I probably developed a podcast based on how I listen to podcasts and that I love to dive into one when I'm cleaning or working on a project or, yes. you know, on a long trip. Uh, and that's why I'm long form. I like longer form. I always wish podcasts were longer because I like to get lost in one. Um, but I I mean, I, there are a lot like the pop other pop culture ones I love um, are Lost Culture says with Bowen Yang and Matt Rogers. Look, man. Where? Oh, I see. My own. Bowen, look over there. Wow, is that oh, culture? Uh, yes. Oh my goodness. Oh, wow. yeah. Las Culturistas. Um, I think they have a really creative, funny angle on the way they discuss things. And I and they I love when podcasts develop kind of their own canon and jargon. And um, like I love their 200 moments in culture history. I, I just think they're brilliant and very funny. And I love watching Bowen's career take off. We actually are arriving at the top two. At the top two. Number two, Oprah's interview with Barbara Walters. We should clarify this was when Barbara Walters was interviewing Oprah. Yes. Oprah was the the, the subject. subject. This is around the time when the show was ending. Yes, very emotional. And it was emotionally thick. And I believe what makes this such an important moment is it's two women who were boundary breakers. Yes, in media. In media, 
Barbara Walters, the first woman to really break through in a broadcasting capacity mm-hmm. and n- knock down so many doors for everyone that would follow her, including Oprah, yes. who in turn did that for women of color yes. and black women. Yes. And like just two of the biggest women in media sitting down and having a conversation about what this means and how they've gotten to where they've gotten and legacy that they, that they leave centered around Oprah, obviously. I feel like people like Bowen, you, when you kind of start listening early and then he gets on SNL, it's always fun when you feel like you were there for like the garage band era of an artist's career. You know, he's like, you know, he's like going to be huge and already is, but um, they have a really good chemistry between the two of them, but they also uh, do a good job of changing up topics. And uh, I don't know, I, I think they're like a true pop culture podcast in ways that I I am not... Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver. And this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. I just discovered the term like comfort creator 
when, when there was an article about it in the New York Times that a comfort creator is someone that you mm. follow or listen to who just like makes you makes you feel better about the world, which we all all want right now. And I feel like you're a comfort creator for so many people. What what else are you listening to for your own comfort? Um, I love uh Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino. He's a comfort creator for me. Oh, what is... Well, I don't know anything about this either. I get so excited when people come on the show and tell me about shows that I don't know. All right, I'm going to look this up. Tell, tell it to me. So he kind of started more as doing like show recaps, but we'll do a lot of really specific um, pop cultural deep dives. And he's kind of a single narrator and has a soothing voice and kind of does a lot of tangents like I do and calls them detours. And he's funny and heartwarming and he recaps shows in a much more dynamic way. That's not really just regurgitating what happened, but kind of analyzing it and um, anything that's popular, really anything on Bravo and so many more pockets of pop culture. He um, kind of snorkels through beautifully. And I just think he's really, really talented. Oh, snorkels through. I like that image. And so that's, that is everything iconic with Danny Pellegrino. And I'm mm -hmm. looking up some episodes right now. And he has a re recap review of just like that, where he talks all about Che Diaz, who is played by Sarah Ramirez on just like that. And my take on just like that, the Sex and the City reboot is that it's just for me, it's just all Sarah Ramirez. And that's why I'm coming back. I'm coming back for Che Diaz every single week. And I don't care about the other ladies anymore. And I don't care if that's controversial. So I'm excited <laughs> to listen to what Danny Pellegrino has to say. And I'm going to download this episode of Everything Iconic right now. Amazing. I feel like I have two more I can shout out just if people are interested in like dating content. Oh, yeah. We haven't talked enough about dating content on this show. So bring it on. Because we like I don't have a lot of juicy stories for dating. And that's like a total gap in what I can provide people. So um, I love uh, Why Won't You Date Me with Nicole Byer and Girls Gotta Eat with Ashley Hasseltine and Raina Greenberg. I think those are both two really strong, popular shows about sex and dating relationships that also inject important other things women and men care about. And um, yeah, I just would need to round out my... Uh, regular listens with those two because I love to hear those stories even though I'm married and not in the, on the scene I think it's a really fascinating like cultural conversation about how people are dating these days yes yes and it's totally different from when I was dating even though I only stopped dating about seven years ago I think the world of dating has changed so much girls gotta eat is a new pod club recommendation that we have not heard before and I'm I'm really psyched that you just introduce that to our audience, because I think it is such a hilarious and irreverent, but in the right kind of way, take on what it's like to be a woman trying to date in the world these days. Yeah. Girls Gotta Eat. It's a comedy podcast about relationships and, and dating and sex uh, hosted by Ashley Hesseltine and Raina Greenberg. They also have like really fun and crazy live shows. And it's kind of all dating related topics on their they, they say from like sexual fetishes to finances. But they bring in like a really dynamic series of ho uh, like co-hosts from therapists, authors, comedians, uh, people that aren't just like sex or relationship experts, but real people sharing their intimate stories. And uh, they're so open. They share their own stories and lives. And I appreciate the commitment to the medium that, you know, it, it's not easy to open up uh, about the day-to-day -day of your personal life on a podcast, but it makes it so much more relatable and helpful and actionable to people. 
to not be coy about your privacy, which in many cases is better for people, but it really works for the intimacy of the audio medium, I think, to develop a friendship with people who are also divulging their, you know, dirty details to you the way a friend would. It makes it so much more believable. And when you go to their shows, they have such a closeness with their audience and it's really cool. I can't decide if situationship has a purely negative connotation because I think there is definitely something to be said for casual, undefined relationships that work for both parties. Absolutely. Like, I think this is about like, we're talking to people today that really aren't happy with their situation, situationship. But I think the first step is realizing if you are unhappy or not. You know, I just, I think of this couple, I was uh, doing, you know, at a stand up show doing crowd work. And I asked, you know, I was talking to the couples, like, are you guys dating, whatever? And she answered first. She said, like, it's a situationship. And she said it with confidence. I don't give a fuck. Like, we, and I don't know, maybe she was in the driver's seat truly. And he didn't want it. He, he wanted to wife her up and she wasn't having it. Like, I don't know what was going on, but she certainly didn't give me the energy. Again, it's a stand up show. So I don't know these people on a deep level, but she gave me the energy of like, we're just doing it, you know, like, we're here on a date. Clearly we're at a comedy club. So we're not just like after hours fucking booty call style, but like we don't have a label on it. And like, that's fine. Again, I could be reading way too much in this. She could, she could have gone home and cried, (laughs) but like, and you know, but it's just, I, I think of that because I think that like a situationship can be hell, like the confusion, not knowing what's going on. But I think you have to ask yourself, like, do I actually want to date this person? Truly like take a step back and be like, do I want to date this person or do I just want to win? Do I want to be chosen? Is my ego talking here? Do I just want to be somebody's girlfriend or somebody's boyfriend? Am I feeling pressure from friends, family, society, whatever it may be? Because that's the first step. And then we'll move on from this. But like, maybe this is a person that being casual with is what you want too, if you really think about it. I actually think that their show is similar to what Sex and the City would be if it were today, right? Like Sex and the City felt so groundbreaking 25 years ago. But this is what, this is how people actually talk about dating and relationships. Now, I loved, they had an episode back in December, Signs You're a Rebound. Yes. I really wish that this episode had existed when I was in my 20s because I'm convinced I was always the rebound. It was just like, I I was always that girl that you go out with when you get broken up and then they always married the next one after me uh, every right, single right. time. <laughs> right. I know that that I love kind of those little pockets of dating where you can like hyper focus on one little phenomenon, whether it's like getting friend zoned or, or uh, rebound or ghosted. Yeah. yeah. Because it's, yeah, you feel like alone in it when you're going through it. And especially when in, in your 20s, your 30s, your 40s, like everyone's in such a vastly different life phase. You can find yourself in a reference group where you're the only one that's single. You're the only one that's gotten broken up with or in this circumstance. And it's so important to find community and p- people that can make you feel like you're just where you're supposed to be. And I think that's what that podcast really does for a lot of people. I'm so glad that we have now had you on the pod club. Welcome to the pod club family. And I just, I I can't tell people enough to listen, be there in five, because it is a podcast that just brings me great joy. Oh, thank you so much. That means a lot coming from you. I love your work as well. I love the idea of a podcast about podcasts. It's like why I liked People's Couch, a show about watching shows. I think we don't talk enough about, anytime we can celebrate the media we love, I think it's really cool and important. So thank you for having me on. That's it for the pod club today. That's all we got. And I knew, I just knew in my heart that Kate would be right on the pulse of really good shows, that she'd have truly excellent recommendations. 
just in case you didn't write them down, because who carries a pen when they listen to podcasts? This is what Kate told us to listen to this week. Bitch sesh. That's sesh with an S-H, S-E-S-H. Las Culturistas, everything iconic, and Girls Gotta Eat. That is it for this week. See you next time. Be good, my friends. The Pod Club is hosted by me, Joe Piazza. Our executive producers are me again and Emily Marinoff. Our producers are Mary Dew and Darby Masters. Our associate producer is Lauren Phillip. Our theme and additional music was composed by Aaron Kaufman. Aaron Kaufman is also our consulting producer. And special thanks to Nikki Itor, who is just a wonderful human being who I like to thank at the end of episodes. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Hello, from Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, host of Womanica a daily podcast that introduces you to the fascinating lives of women history has forgotten. We've always been intrigued by stories of disappearances, whether it's a fraudster from the 17th century who kept evading the authorities or a novelist who taunted the Nazis and faked her own death. We all want to know what happened next. To find out, listen to Amanica on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.